popping into your podcast feed unexpectedly because I want to talk to you all about GameStop and the crazy madness that is going on in the stock market. I'm sure you've all seen the stories, whether it's on social media, in the news, and you probably have a lot of questions. So I'm going to give my uh, best effort here <laughs> to explain what's going on and not to overwhelm you with too many details, but at least give you enough so you can understand the situation. Okay, so GameStop. The place that I used to go to when I was a kid and I would sell all my old consoles and video games for a $5.46 gift card, they're in the news. And it's not because of anything that the company's doing, it's just strictly about their stock price. That's it, there's nothing else going on. The company has not made any massive changes, it's just because their stock price is fluctuating wildly. It went from somewhere around $4 last year to uh, its peak. It's at somewhere around $330 at the time of me recording this. Well, actually, at the time of recording, this has actually fallen down some from that point. But the point is, the stock price is ridiculously high, and it doesn't really make any sense why. But the culprit in this whole situation is something called short selling. And so before I jump into explaining what short selling is, it probably will be helpful for me to explain a little bit more of how people traditionally make money off of the stock market. So, for example, let's just make up a company. Let's call it Popcorn Shoes. I don't know. Let's just say someone's like making shoes in the shape of popcorn. I don't know why they would, but let's just say they've decided to do this. And they're a publicly traded company, meaning that they have their shares of their company listed on a public exchange. That'd be like your New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ, those things you've probably seen in the papers or on the news all the time. So I think Popcorn Shoes is a great company. They're going places. I have confidence in them, so I would like to invest in this company. So go to my broker. That would be like your Vanguard, your Charles Schwab, your E-Trade. And I say, I would like to buy one share of Popcorn Shoes. Right now, one share of Popcorn Shoes would cost me $10. So I'm like, all right, here's my $10. They in return give me one share. Now, if Popcorn Shoes does well and the company continues to grow and expand, their sales increase, what more than likely would happen is that the price of the stock would increase. And let's say two months from now, I look and that one share is worth $15. I'm like, you know what? This is great. I want to cash out, get my profits and go. I would sell that one share. I would get $15. And in this situation, I've now made $5. All Everything's great. I'm happy. Now, on the flip side, let's say Popcorn Shoes, they found out this is a horrible idea. Nobody wants to buy shoes shaped like popcorn. Their company is failing. They're just losing money left and right the stock price starts to fall. And let's say it falls all the way down to zero and the company's just gone. They're out of business now. In this situation, I'm not happy, but all I lost was $10. Now, if I would have invested more, I'd probably be a little more upset, but the worst thing that could happen to me is that I lose the money that I put into this investment. And now let's get into short selling and what's causing all of this mess right now. So if I'm looking at popcorn shoes, I'm like, you know what, this is a bad idea. I think this is horrible. No one is going to buy shoes shaped like popcorn, because why would you do that? So instead of me just sitting there and complaining and you know making jokes about them to the side, I'm like, you know what, let me make a little money off of this deal. I can do something called short selling. And what happens in a short sale is that I go to the broker and I said, you know what, I would like to short popcorn shoes stock. And so what happens is they lend me one share of popcorn shoes stock, and it's at $10 right now in the situation, this is before the big failure, <laughs> and I go out and I immediately sell that one share of stock. Now, all this is happening very quickly. You don't have to like, you know, walk around and do all this manually. This is all part of the process. So I, sh I sell this one share of popcorn shoe stock. I get $10 back in return. Now, I just sit and wait because I'm like, this is a horrible idea. They're going to fail. And so two months later, inevitably, they fail because nobody wants to buy popcorn-shaped shoes. 
I go out to the market and I look and their share is only worth $1 right now. So I take that $10 that I just earned two months ago by selling this share of stock that I borrowed and I buy it back. Then I go and I go back to my broker and say, here you go. Here's your share of popcorn shoe stock back. I'll see you later. And I get to keep the $9 profit that I made, the difference between what I sold it for and now what I was able to purchase it back at. Now, this all sounds great. It sounds like super fun and easy, but there is a huge downside to the situation. So let's flip it around again. I go to my broker. I borrow this one share of popcorn shoe stock. I sell it for $10 and I sit back, kick my feet up and I'm waiting for the inevitable failure. But look at this. Popcorn shoes is all over social media. People are loving it. They're doing popcorn shoe dances on TikTok. It's blowing up. Everybody's buying these shoes. The stock skyrockets. It goes through the roof. It goes from $10 in one month to $100 two months later. And I'm like, what has happened? This is ridiculous. So now here's my dilemma. I borrowed this stock. I sold it. I got $10 back. Now I need to get that stock back in order to return it to the broker. And they may also be applying pressure to me. They may be saying, hey, what's going on? You borrowed this for 10 bucks. Now it's 100. Do you even have the money to buy this and give it back to me? So we're going to need you to either put some money in your account or to go ahead and close this out and purchase it and give us our stock back. In this situation now, I have to come up with $90 of my own money to cover the gap between the $10 I sold it for and the $100 is now worth. And this is the problem with short selling. It can cost you exponentially. Whereas if I were to just buy a share of stock, the worst thing I can do is lose my money. But if I were to short a stock, I can lose limitless amounts of money. That stock can go to $1,000. It can go to Ten thousand. I don't know if there's any stocks out there that are ten thousand dollars a share right now. But if, if you if you think about it this way, you could potentially, in theory, lose an unlimited amount of money. And there is the danger in shorting. And so this brings us to GameStop. GameStop has not been doing particularly well over the years. They're a brick and mortar store. Their whole business is based upon buying and and oftentimes selling, reselling used copies of physical video games and systems. But the problem is the world's moving to a more digital environment. People are buying games online digitally and just directly downloading them, which in this situation means there's a lot less inventory to resale and people have many other options to now buy their games. So GameStop has been doing that great. So in walks these hedge funds and to try to break down what a hedge fund is very simply, think of it like this way. It's a bunch of very wealthy people. They come together, they pull their money into these pots, they pull their money together and they invest it in things that are maybe slightly more risky, things that a typical investor would not be able to do uh, given the current regulations. So let's just say it's, it's, it's a lot of rich people doing some rich people things that us normal people don't typically get to do. They come in, they see this opportunity. They're like, all right, look at GameStop. It's failing. We think they're going to go out of business. Let's short it. And let's not just short it. You know, let's, let's just do this with a couple of shares. Let's do a lot of shares. And to kind of add insult to injury, what they're doing is also putting out information and they're giving out their thoughts on, you know, GameStop's not doing great. We see this failing, um, you know, so, so there's a bunch of things. <laughs> so anyways, this starts to push the price of the stock down because they're creating a negative perception around this company. And this is where I want to add in the stock market moves off of supply and demand. So as more is made available, the demand starts to drop. So the supply goes up, the demand drops, or if the supply falls, demand starts to increase. Think of it like this. When you want to buy an iPhone, when they first come out, Apple can only make so many and have so many available on day one. So people are lining up. They're doing whatever they can to get one. And inevitably, there's going to be a group of people who cannot 
buy this device. There's not enough supply to meet the demand. So then people turn to eBay. What happens on eBay? There's so many people who want this phone that they're willing to pay even more than the sticker price. And so people start bidding it up and the price goes higher and higher. The new sellers come into the market and like, hey, I'm going to start my listing even higher than the people before me. And this competition starts to push the price higher so that huge demand and the low supply allow for a situation where prices can rise quickly. Now, think about on the other side, if I want to sell my old iPhone because I want to buy the new one, I'm not the only one. There's a bunch of people rushing to sell their phones. So everyone's throwing their old iPhones on eBay. And what happens is there's too many. There's too many old iPhones and not enough people who want to buy your old iPhone. And so the demand is super low for a huge supply. So the prices start to fall because when I list my iPhone, I'm like, oh, no, it's not selling. All these other people coming in. There's too many of the listings. Why would someone care about mine? I'll drop my price a little bit. Now, I'll be the lowest one people find that way they'll buy it. But I'm not the only one having this thought and other people start doing the same thing. And the price slowly starts to get pushed down further and further to where if I come in, you know, two days late thinking I can get four hundred dollars to my phone. The price is now fallen to two hundred and fifty dollars just because the demand is not there and people are competing to get your money, basically, as, as the people trying to sell their phones. So this same principle goes into the stock market. So what's happening is all these people are are selling the they're short selling meaning they're borrowing and selling these shares of stocks so they're they're flooding the market with the supply of stocks driving the price down lower and lower and lower spreading bad news GameStop's price is getting depressed then comes in this weird subreddit called Wall Street Bets and these people a few of these people on here they notice this is happening they're noticing that so many shares of GameStop stock is being shorted and so almost in an act of rebellion to almost to say we're going to stick it to these really rich people Let's start buying the stock. And there's all these platforms now where you can easily and cheaply buy stock. So they start telling everyone in the group, hey, let's buy the stock. And more and more people start putting money into GameStop. And what's happening is they know that these people, these these hedge funds who have short sold this stock, they're going to have to buy it back at some point. That's the whole point with short selling. You borrow it, you sell it, and you got to buy it back. So their thought is, if we start buying up all the supply, we're going to one, start pressing the price higher. And then these people are going to be in a rush to try to buy the stock back because they don't want to keep losing money. And by them trying to buy the stock back quickly, they're also pushing the price up. So it creates this cycle of the price constantly rising. And then that's what essentially happened. All of these people jumped in, started buying the stock. It put pressure on, the, on these hedge funds to start buying the stock back. And the price just, just skyrocketed. It just it was like one day I looked, it was like 140. And the next day it was like 300. It was ridiculous. And this created a situation that they call a short squeeze, where there's this squeeze, this pressure put on these these investors who short sold the stock and, and it's forcing them to buy because they they could just keep losing money. Their losses will forever indefinitely until all this calms down will just keep mounting. So they have this pressure to go and buy back this stock. Then what ends up happening is these hedge funds, they start going on the news, they go on TV and they talk about how. I don't know what's going on. This seems like something maybe illegal is going on or maybe there's some foreign interference. But really what's going on is they made a really risky bet and now it's not paying off for them and they're trying to get it to stop. They're trying to stop the bleeding. And as of this morning, when I'm recording this, I even saw that um, some of the brokers have halted trading. So like the Robin Hoods, the Weebles, all these other places, you can't even buy shares of GameStop anymore. All you can do is sell. And what's happened is they've applied this pressure and now these companies are kind of uh, caving and essentially giving these hedge funds a break. They're saying, here, we'll stop the pressure because if they can stop people from buying shares of this stock, 
the price will start to fall, which we've seen the price start to fall down because there's not as much demand. So this is where we are. Still a lot is unknown. I'm sure things have changed since I hit record on, on this episode for you right here. Uh, but we're in this weird position where there's this group of people, these individuals, these are not, you know, big investors or brokers. There's a bunch of individuals that have come together and they're participating in a form of activism. I guess you can call it. Some people are calling it that, uh, but they have noticed people gambling, causing harm to a company by pushing down the stock price, which is a common practice. It's not illegal. What anyone's doing here is not illegal. Uh, is it ethical? That's another question. But we will see what ends up coming from this. There's been pressure on the uh, side of the government to look into this. There's been some pressure from uh, individuals to say, why is it okay to help these multi-billion dollar hedge funds out in this situation? There's pressure from the hedge funds saying, why are people allowed to do this? There's a lot to take in right now. Um, I find it all really interesting, but also at the same time, I want to advise you all be very careful. I, as you can see, this is a very volatile situation. Uh, this is very close to gambling. People are just betting that something's going to happen. We don't, this is not based off of the fact that GameStop is a great company. It's not based off the fact that GameStop is a bad company. This is just people going in and gambling and saying, we see an opportunity here. <laughs> Let's take advantage of this. We're also kind of sticking it to someone else. Be very careful. Don't rush into any of this. So I will leave it at that. This has already been a uh, longer recording than most episodes, uh, but I just want to give you all a little more detail, hopefully make this a little bit clearer for you, hopefully make this something that uh, you can understand. And maybe when you see the new story pop up, you're like, okay, I get what's going on. Those crazy people in the stock market <laughs> and then just go on about the rest of your day. But hope you're doing well. Hope this helped. And I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.